My radio station. Your radio station. Our radio station. The voice of the Cape. Madrasa on A. Welcome back to our program Madrasa on Air with me, Sam Ahjad. And joining me in the studio, Brother Ashraf Schneider. And uh, he's once again our guest. Uh, we're going to dis- be discussing today the prophecies about Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in previous scriptures. And uh, we know this month of Rabi'ul Awal is the month in which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was born. And so today, inshallah, we thought that it's going to be a special program. Uh, we're going to be discussing the prophecies about Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in previous scriptures. And this is one, one of the points in proving the prophethood of Rasulullah in addition to miracles, in addition to his manners, in addition to uh, the, 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 the logicality of the message appealing to the mind and soul, etc. Uh, but also one of the, 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 the prophecies as well, discussing the prophecies as well, is one of the important proofs uh, of pro- proving that this person is a prophet or not. Uh, joining me on the studio, Brother Ashraf, let's welcome him. Assalamu alaikum, Ashraf. Walaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakumullah once again for being with us in this program. And I'm sure our uh, listeners are uh, very keen to learn and listen today to the prophecies about Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Very interesting uh, topic. And uh, Bismillah, you can start Bismillah. Alhamdulillah. So today I would like to speak about the prophecies of Muhammad peace be upon him as it is found within the Torah and the Gospels. Now the reason why we as Da'is look upon this topic is because it is declared within the Holy Quran. For instance, the Holy Quran chapter 7 verse 157, the Almighty Creator says that those who follow the Messenger, the unlettered prophet, whom they find written in what they have of the Torah and the Gospels. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is declaring to us that Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him will be mentioned within the other scriptures, within the other revelations. And today we are briefly going to look at this topic and we're going to discuss some of these revelations that we find within the Torah and the Gospels in reference to him, inshallah. Inshallah. Mashallah, I, I noticed, Ashraf, is that sometimes uh, when we mention some of the prophecies about Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa people say or mention or the mentioning of non-canonical gospels come. Are we talking only about non-canonical gospels or are we talking about the canonical Bible? Yes, we're going to speak about the Bible as it is um, today. So mm. it is a reference to somebody that is specifically of another faith, might, might it be Christianity or Judaism, that they can go and directly look at these references. Because mm. unfortunately what we find especially in the world of Dawah. A lot of people that they do not necessarily believe in the other revelations. Yes. For instance, the book of Barnabas, uh, Jabil, and all so forth. I mean, of the accumulation of books that we have, for instance, just of the Gospels, there are only four that made it into the Gospels that we have today. And there are over 40 of the other revelations that are not included in the Gospels. Mm. So today we are purely going to focus upon the revelations that everybody has access to, and that would be that is in the Bible itself. Okay, and uh, we can start with the first one, inshallah. Yes, alhamdulillah. So in in the book of Deuteronomy, this would be in the, the Old Testament, Testament. Yeah. in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 18, verse 18 to 19, we find that the Creator is speaking to Moses, peace be upon him, and he's saying that I will raise up a prophet from among thy brethren, like unto thee, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he will speak all that I command.
command him. Now, a lot of Christian missionaries at this point will believe that it is in reference to Jesus, peace be upon him. This is due to a revelation that was given in, in Acts, which was written by Luke, who was a follower of Paul, that then declared that this is in reference to Jesus, peace be upon him. However, if we um, undoubtedly and objectively look at this declaration and we look as to what it actually says. It says that a prophet will be raised up like unto Moses, meaning that this prophet needs to be similar to Moses, peace yes. be upon him. And if you ask them, what is the similarity between Moses, peace be upon him, and Jesus, peace be upon him? They will say that both of them were Jews and both of them were prophets of God. Mm. However, that similarity itself could also be applied to all the other prophets whom had come after Jesus, after Moses, peace be upon him. For instance, Elijah, Ezekiel, David, Solomon, um, soul and so forth and so forth so it is very unambiguous at the end of the day to declare that but if you liken the life of Muhammad peace be upon him and the life of Moses peace be upon him you find that there's a lot of similarities between these two prophets so first and foremost what we find is that both Muhammad and Muhammad peace be upon him and Moses peace be upon him they had a natural birth and Jesus peace be upon him he had a miraculous birth yes. therefore they're not similar um, both Muhammad, peace be upon him, and Moses, peace be upon him, they um, got married and they had children. However, according to the biblical text, Jesus, peace be upon him, never got married, nor did he have any children. Both Muhammad, peace be upon him, and Moses, peace be upon him, they had natural deaths. However, Jesus, peace be upon him, is taken up and he is in heaven at the current moment to come back on the final day mm -hmm. of resurrection. So just on the fundamental basis as to how they had lived their lives itself, we find that we, can, we cannot say that Moses, peace be upon him, and Jesus, peace be upon him, is likened, as it is said that I will raise up a prophet from among thy brethren like unto thee. So even Jesus, peace be upon him, in his life, just on the, on the face of it all, is not like Moses, peace be upon him. However, if we go deeper into what their teachings are and so forth, we find that both Muhammad peace be upon him and Moses peace be upon him they were also kings meaning that they could give capital punishment to the individuals to the people leaders. around them they were yes leaders, they were yeah. leaders, leading the community fact. But we find that Jesus, peace be upon him, says, for instance, in the book of John, chapter 18, verse 36, that my kingdom is not of this world. So they, they, he did not have that authority nor that power. We find that Moses, peace be upon him, and Muhammad, peace be upon him, they were accepted as prophets from their people. A lot of people accepted them as prophets, and they, they were able to propagate that in their communities, and people loved them for that. However, Jesus, peace be upon him, declares, for instance, the book of John, chapter 1, verse 11, he says that it says that he came onto his own, and and his own people did not receive him as a prophet, meaning that they rejected him. And that is exactly why the Jews at that time, they wanted to rebuke him completely. Another thing that we also find between Muhammad, peace be upon him, and Moses, peace be upon him, is that they brought new laws because they brought a law for their people to follow. And that declaration itself was something they need to take up in themselves. However, Jesus, peace be upon him, did not come to bring a new law. For instance, the book of Matthew, chapter, chapter 5, verse 17 to 19, he says that I did not come to abolish the law or the prophets who had come before me. I came to fulfill it. And he came to fulfill that in his life. And we find that in, in uh, verse 18 and 19, he says that, if anybody teaches anybody not to submit and follow the law itself, they will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. Mm. And of those who teach people to follow the law, they will be called the highest in the kingdom of heaven. So he did not come to teach a new law whatsoever. Mm. So what we find is that when this revelation is saying that this prophet that is to come will be like unto Moses, peace be upon him, there is no other prophet that truly fulfills this prophecy as well as Muhammad, peace and blessings be Indeed. upon him itself. Indeed. Just before you go to another prophecy, um, uh, Brother Ashraf, uh, also in the same prophecy, we, we notice that the, the verse is saying, 
uh, he's going to be sent from among the brethren. Yes, indeed. And the brethren of the Israelites are the Ishmaelites. Yes, exactly. Uh, because uh, the, 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 the uh, Israelites are from Isaac, Prophet yes. Isaac, peace be upon him. And the, the only way for, 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 for them to have brethren is to, to come from the Ishmaelites, yes, who, who are the descendants, uh, or from, from them descend Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Yes, because Abraham himself, he had two sons. Yes. It was Ishmael and Isaac. And from these two sons, they came 12 tribes, 12 tribes from the Arabs and 12 tribes from the Jews. And they are exactly, they are brethren, as you had said. So this declaration even points towards the fact that it will come from the brethren of the Jews, which is those who are from the Arabic tribes. Yes, exactly. and, and this is even affirmed as well in some other prophecies where we're speaking about uh, the, the, the kingdom of God is going to be taking from them and giving to another nation exactly. which will bring their fruits. And uh, you, will, you will see, the, they say, the burden on Arabia in the desert. And so many prophecies speaking about that as well. All right, so what can we tell us, uh, Ashraf, about the second prophecy or another clear prophecy about Prophet Muhammad and his description? Alhamdulillah. So in the Old Testament or in the, in the biblical text and the Old Testament itself, we find that Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, is even mentioned by name. Now, this can be found in the book of Solomon, chapter 5, verse 16, where it is written in Hebrew, Hitu mitakim vikuli muhammadim. Now, here muhammadim is mentioned, meaning the name of Muhammad and im that is added at the end. And im is not generally added in the Hebrew language as a sign of respect or a sign of honor or yes. a sign of putting that individual in a position of power and authority. So here we find that when it says Hitu mitakim vikuli muhammadim in the original Hebrew text, it is actually referencing directly towards Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him. However, the translators then later came on and they had said that his mouth is so sweet. Yeah, he is altogether lovely. This is my beloved and this is my friend, O daughters of Jerusalem. However, if we were to carry through the translation correctly as it is referenced in Hebrew, we would read his mouth is most sweet. He is Muhammad. Um, this is my beloved and this is my friend, O daughters of Jerusalem. So fundamentally, if we look at the, the Hebrew text itself, which is not translated, even the name of Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, is referenced in the book of Solomon, chapter 5, verse 16. But uh, some people will, will argue about this prophecy and will say, actually, this happened with me. Uh, I was discussing like last month or so with a, a Jewish rabbi. Uh, and uh, was telling him, I gave him the verse for the first time and I said, can you read for me this verse exactly? So he read it, uh, audio, and he sent me the audio and he mentioned Muhammad and then I said okay yes. can you pronounce Muhammad the name he pronounced it the same thing so I said isn't it the same way it's pronounced he said yes it is the same way but you know the context is talking about some someone different or but they said isn't it a prophecy this context is speaking about a prophecy he said yes so I said then it's 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 it can be about Prophet Muhammad yes, yeah yeah no that, that is our belief at the end of the day and we are there to share our belief and understanding of the revelations exactly. itself because it is mentioned within the Holy Quran that he will even be mentioned and that Muhammad peace be upon him is fundamentally mentioned by name however if we go to the New Testament which we are going to do a little bit later on we would find that it is completely unambiguous as to who it is referencing to so inshallah we will we will get there Alhamdulillah. Inshallah. so another prophecy I would like to to mention is the book of Isaiah chapter 29 verse 12 where it is written as well that if you read the book of Isaiah chapter 29 it is written that the people have these revelations they have these books and yet they are misguided and yet they are blind 
However, then it is mentioned in verse number 12 that the book will be given to him who is not learned and will be said unto him, pray, pray, read this, and he will say that I am not learned. So it is a prophecy of this prophet whom would come and that the book would be given to him and would be declared unto him, read this, and he will say that I am not learned. And we know that this is exactly what happened to Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, when angel Gabriel asked him, Ikra, read, and he said that Manabikhari, meaning that I am not learned, that I'm not able to read this. So fundamentally we find that even this prophecy as to how the book will be given to this individual, to this prophet, which we believe is Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, is that it would be said unto him, read this, and he will say that I am not learned, I am not able to read this. Yes, most of Muslims, alhamdulillah, they know about uh, this uh, incident in the seerah when the angel came and said to, to the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, read, and he said, I, I'm not learned, I don't know how to read yes. for, for first time and second time and third time, yes. and this was the first revelation from the Noble Quran, alhamdulillah, rabbil alameen. Yes, what else we can uh, we can share with our listeners, uh, Brother Ashraf? Yes, alhamdulillah, so I would like to move over to the New Testament because this is where things become a little bit less ambiguous due to the fact that if we look at the book of John, chapter 1, verse 18 to 20, 22. The rabbi scholars of that time, they come to John the Baptist and they ask him three things. Firstly, they asked him, are you the Christ? And he says, no. Then they asked him, are you Elijah? And he says, no. And then they finally asked, but are you that prophet? And he says, no. So according to these scholars, there were three messengers to come after, after during that time. However, we know that you know, John the Baptist, peace and blessings be upon him, he was not the Christ because the anointed one was later said to be Jesus, peace be upon him. And we know that he was appointed to be the title of Elijah as it is referenced later on in the Gospels. But who is that prophet that they are referencing to? Because according to them, there were three messengers to come. And now if if there was a Christ and there was an Elijah with the title of Elijah, then there's a third prophet that they are referencing to as to whom is that prophet. And we find that even Jesus, peace be upon him, speaks about this prophet. For instance, in the book of John, chapter 15, verse 26, he says that, and I will pray to my father and he will send you another comforter and he will abide with you forever. Now what we find is that Jesus peace be upon him is saying that there will be another comforter to come. Now this word itself is paraclete which either means an advocate, a spirit of truth or a comforter itself. And we know that Jesus peace be upon him is also a comforter or an advocate as it is in the first epistle of John. However, he is saying that another comforter will come meaning another like unto himself, meaning another person to bring about a message. Um, and we believe that Jesus, peace be upon him, is a messenger of God or prophet of God. So if we look at this reference itself, we find that Jesus, peace be upon him, is saying that another paraclete will come. Now, in the book of John, chapter 16, verse 7, he makes this unambiguously clear. And he says that, nevertheless, I tell you the truth that is important for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come. But when I depart, will I send him? So according to Jesus, peace be upon him, this other paraclete, this other comforter, this other spirit of truth will only come once he had left. Now, a lot of Christian missionaries at this point will say that, no, this is in reference to the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit yeah. But if we, <clears throat> if we objectively think about this, it cannot be the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit well, has Holy always Spirit. been there, yes. right? For instance, it came <clears throat> upon Solomon, it came upon David, it came upon Moses, Mary. it came upon Mary. Yes, mm. in, the, in the New Testament, but in the Old Testament as well to the Israelites. Um, it guided them to safety as a cloud during the day and as a, as a flame at night. Um, then again, yes, it came upon Mary, it came upon the disciples, and it even came upon many people who were not prophets nor messengers, but who were righteous seekers of God. Mm. So fundamentally what we 
find is that the Holy Spirit has always been there. And we know there cannot be two Holy Spirits. So yes. Jesus, peace be upon him, is saying that the, the another comforter will only come once I depart. Therefore, it cannot be in reference to the Holy Spirit. Mm. This is because he said, unless I go, he, he, he won't come. Exactly, yeah. yes. Mm. So... Ultimately, what we find is that if we look at the text as it is, it is very easy to declare during that time, the, the, the authors of the Gospels, it was very easy for them to say that the Holy Spirit is going to come, the Holy Spirit is going to come in a different light. However, they did not reference this for a specific point, because it is only once Jesus, peace be upon him, leaves that this other paraclete, comforter, or spirit of truth will come. Now, another unambiguous reference that we find within the book of John, chapter 12, verse 14, um, sorry, chapter 16, verse 12 to 14, is that Jesus, peace be upon him, says that I have many things to say unto you, but I cannot bear them now. For he, when the spirit of truth will come, he will guide you unto all truth. He shall not speak of himself. Everything that he hears, he will speak. He will show you many things to come and he will glorify me. So Jesus, peace be upon him, is speaking about this paraclete, this messenger. And he is saying that there are four criterion for this messenger itself. The first is that he will not speak of himself. Everything that he hears, he will speak. He will show you many things to come and he will glorify me. Now, if we look at the life of Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, and we look at this prophecy itself, we find that it is in direct reference to him. Because the first criterion is that he will not speak of himself. So fundamentally what we find is that Muhammad peace and blessings be upon him He never spoke of himself or in his own authority There's not a single reference in the Holy Quran or in the Hadith Where he says that I say this in my own name I say this in my own power It is of people that recorded his message and the things that he had declared The second criterion for this prophecy is that Everything that he hears he will speak Now fundamentally what we find is that Everything that Muhammad peace and blessings be upon him had heard from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala That was given to him by Angel Gabriel or an inspiration that came through him. Mm. Yes, that that he had heard and he had spoken that and then his scribes would take a record of that and so forth. Mm. However, Mm. if we were to apply this criterion to the Holy Spirit, it would not make sense because the Holy Spirit itself does not need to hear a declaration according to the Christian Orthodox theology because the Holy Spirit is all-knowing. Therefore, it doesn't need to hear a declaration in order to speak. So it cannot be in reference to the Holy Spirit here. The third declaration is that he will show you many things to come. And we know that um, of the 6,236 verses in the Holy Quran, there are many, many verses that show us many things to come today. For instance, prophecies and uh, things of our nature and the things that we only discover today that uh, the, of the universe and how everything <coughs> is put together and so forth. So fundamentally what we find is that when it says that he will show you many things to come, we, it is definitely in reference to all these prophecies and so forth that is within the Holy Quran. And the final point is that he will glorify me. And we know that Jesus' peace and blessings be upon him is referenced as one of the greatest prophets within the Holy Quran. And Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, gave a lot of honor and respect to Jesus, peace be upon him, to teach his followers to follow in his footsteps and to, lo- to look at the, the declarations that he had adhered to as well. As it says within the Holy Quran that Jesus, peace be upon him, believed in Allah. And he says that anybody who ascribes partners to this almighty creator will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. So fundamentally, if we look at this prophecy in the book of John, chapter 16, verse 12 to 14, where it says that he shall not speak of himself or that he hears he will speak he will show you many things to come and he will glorify me this cannot be in reference to anybody except for muhammad peace and blessings be upon him
That's true, mashallah. You have explained it very well, uh, Ashraf. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you and accept from you. It's time for a short break and we'll come back to speak more about the prophecies uh, of, of the Nabina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in previous scriptures. Okay, the voice of the K, the voice of Madrasa the K. Madrasa on air with me, Samih Jad, and joining me in the studio, brother Ashraf Schneider, and we're discussing prophecies about Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam in previous scriptures, knowing that Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was born on a month like this month, and it is of course important to learn more about him and to learn more about his description in previous scriptures. And uh, Ashraf was talking earlier about uh, the prophecies in the Old Testament, in New Testament. I wanted to add also that it's not just uh, in the Bible uh, that the Prophet Muhammad is mentioned, but even in some uh, non-canonical gospels is mentioned, even the Prophet is mentioned, you find some people talking about, about his mentioning in the Veda or his mention or description of his mentioning in some uh, Buddha scriptures, etc. Subhanallah, when, when you get to investigate more about this, we will find lots of information. But the question now is how uh, uh, prophecies about someone is being used as a uh, as a proof of prophethood. If you can direct this question to Ashraf, Ashraf, how can we say that uh, when there are some prophecies about someone, then he is indeed a true prophet? Yes, Alhamdulillah. So fundamentally, it's important to understand that whenever we do dawah, we need to focus upon the the Gorab method and so forth, as what we have previously discussed. And we need to look at the lifestyle of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, in that his teachings and everything, and the fact that he was a very, um, you know, he was a humanitarian at the end of the day. He was compassionate. He was sensitive. Um, he cared about the environments, about animals, and he truly cared about his community. And bringing this message forward uh, regarding Taweed and uh, telling people that they can turn directly towards the creator for salvation and forgiveness but if we look at a comparative study itself and we look at the what is declared within the gospels um, in the book of Matthew chapter 24 it is written that Jesus peace be upon him had said that many people will come after me and they will perform many great miracles and signs however this is not a true claim to them as being true believers and true followers so fundamentally what we find is that even if a person performs miracles and signs that this is not the true test the true test itself in accordance to the revelations is a 
person that follows the laws and decrees of God, that sure. teaches the, the, the fundamental principles that there is only one true Almighty God, that we should submit and surrender only to onto this Almighty God, and that we should pray directly towards this God for salvation and forgiveness, that this Creator will be fundamentally the only point of reference for us spiritually to connect to. So fundamentally what we find is that if we look at these prophecies that is within the biblical text, um, they do ring true to Muhammad, peace, be, peace and blessings be upon him being referenced. However, fundamentally, if we look at what a prophet is supposed to be and who they are supposed as to what they are to teach, we can go directly into the Gorab method itself and looking at the lifestyle of Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him um, regarding the revelation that he had brought, all the prophecies that are inside there and everything that he had heard from this almighty creator that must be true that is within the revelation. Indeed, indeed. And maybe to add to this also, Ashraf, is that uh, if, there are, uh, if there are prophecies about Prophet Muhammad sallallahu and these prophecies are detailed prophecies speaking mm. about him, describing him, and some of them mentioning his name as well, then the question is raised, how do, 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 do the people in the past knew about the coming of this prophet? Obviously, no one knows the future but the Almighty. Mm. No, no one knows the unseen but the Almighty. It didn't happen yet. So obviously, they get, they get to know this information from Allah, from the Almighty. Yeah, and, so, and so they, they described it. They gave Bishara about him. And w w w for us also to know and to recognize him when he comes. Mm. Because some people, uh, we, we, we Muslims, we, we would be so happy to see prophecies about Prophet Jesus, peace be upon him, for example. Sometimes we discuss with people and they say, but you know, there are prophecies about him, about mm. Prophet Jesus, peace be upon him. Him. We say no problems. Yeah, we accept it. We are so happy if we see prophecies about Prophet Jesus peace be upon him in the Old Testament, right. for example. Uh, and also, we are so happy if we see some prophecies or description or hints to his name in uh, in in, uh, in the Old Testament or in the New Testament uh, about Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And sometimes people will argue about that issue of the name, Ashraf. Uh, but but even when we talk about Prophet Jesus peace be upon him, is not mentioned by name uh, explicitly in the in in the Old Testament. Mm. So we're talking about his description as well. So. So uh, can this be uh, like a, like an, an answer to those who say, no, we want an exact, uh, explicit uh, mentioning of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, in the Old Testament? Well, fundamentally, if we look at the book of Solomon, chapter 5 or 16, he is referenced by name. And anybody can argue regarding that. However, if you ask the rabbi scholars to read this out, you will hear the name of Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, in that his mouth is so sweet and that this is my beloved, O daughters of Jerusalem. So fundamentally, what we find is that it's in direct reference to the people of Jerusalem to realize that Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, is mentioned by name. But fundamentally, as you had referenced, that if it refers to prophecies itself, it describes this prophet as to whom he is. And this prophet itself, according to the Torah, needs to be like unto Moses. So there's a lot of similarities that we have discussed even between the life of Moses, peace and blessings be upon him, and that of Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him. And that is not likened to Jesus, peace and blessings be upon him, as Paulus or as Luke, a follower of Paul, had written in the book of Acts. And fundamentally, if we look at the prophecies that Jesus, peace be upon him, had given those four criterion, it refers directly to um, Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, is that um, every Everything that he hears, he will speak, and he will show you many things to come. These references cannot be onto anybody except for Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him. Yes. That's true. That's true. Alhamdulillah. Ashraf, you read that uh, that prophecy about him uh, in in, in uh, the Book of Solomon. Uh, w w did you understand the exact prophecy in co in its context, or what was speaking about? about actually. 
the, the, the verses itself and the context itself. in the book of Solomon itself um, it is in reference to one of the one of the wives that had re- that had gotten this revelation that had sung about this um, this person to come and that the daughters of Jerusalem would be happy so if you read why, it, why Jerusalem specifically do you know uh, I'm not 100% certain <laughs> as to why it was in reference to Jerusalem itself but if you read it in context it does speak of a prophecy of, of, of something likened to come now Christian missionaries might even reference that this is Jesus peace be upon him however you cannot make that reference if the name of Muhammad is even mentioned within the Hebrew text. Mm. I, I'm actually thinking about it because why is Jerusalem? Because all the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they met Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the journey of Al-Isra and Mi'raj in mm. Jerusalem. Uh, and in, in this journey the Prophet sallallahu moved from Mecca to Bayt al-Maqdis in Jerusalem and he led all the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Salah. Uh, we don't know the kayfiyah, how did this happen exactly? Mm. Were they spirits only or they were physically there? But uh, this happened, this incident happened and is mentioned in the Quran, is mentioned in the Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa And also it is, it, Jerusalem is the, the Qibla, the first Qibla of the believers, the first direction of prayer of the believers. So that's why it's it's mentioned, I believe. Uh, Ashraf, I think we covered it uh, for yes, today. Many prophecies about uh, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa in previous scriptures. And as Muslims, as Muslimin, alhamdulillah, we are so certain about the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa even if we don't uh, find any prophecies about him, any description about him uh, in in, in the current uh, books but but we also uh, like to share this information with our listeners hoping that this may support some mutual respect some understanding between Amen. us and the other as well Ashraf Jazakallah khairan for that may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you for all your information that you shared with us today and inshallah in the days to come we will discuss more uh, uh, the life of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam more uh, da'wah methods and how to call unto the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with wisdom and with good advice Jazakallah khairan Ashraf for being with us Walaikum salam wa that was Ashraf Schneider. We're discussing the Dawah segment for today. Every Tuesday, we're having this segment where we're discussing uh, in details and in, in depth uh, more information about Islam and about interfaith discussions and about Prophet Muhammad and about how to give Dawah and how to call unto the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.